What is up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? We've got some E3 news to talk about later in the show. Um, we have what could be the next anthem coming up later in the show, or maybe the next. <laughs> you never know. Let's uh, let's not throw dirt on anything yet. Uh, but first, uh, we're going to talk about what we've been playing, and both of you two uh, took advantage of that three dollar Division Two sale that was going on last week. Yeah, if you don't mind, Terrence, uh, I would like to go first. Sure, right. Uh, <laughs> So I, I, I bought this game, and uh, much like Terrence posted on the uh, Facebook group, um, I was uh, perplexed at why it was 100 gigs. <laughs> 101, <laughs> to be exact. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, then I, and then I started it up, and I started creating a character, and I, I played the introductory mission, and I got to the safe house, and I put it down because... I am reminded why I didn't buy this game in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> this, I don't think this game is for me, guys. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't like the. I don't like Ubisoft shooters. Um, I don't know. There's something about them that just doesn't feel right. Maybe it's, maybe it's years and years of being corrupted with the arcadiness that is Call of Duty. I don't even uh, think it's that. I think that. When you like it's it's impossible to not compare them to like Gears of War in terms of how the game feels, which yeah, is yeah, it just ain't no Gears of War shooting, and Division is not oh. the gold standard for cover based shooting, like not even a little bit. No, nah, no, nah. it feels like everybody kind of I don't know because Gears isn't like Gears isn't eh, Gears isn't the best when it comes to cover based shooting either. Mm-hmm. Like it with the division two, I played it enough. To, I I played like a half an hour of it. Everybody, you know, they move well. Like I can transition in and out of cover pretty easily. I don't I don't know if it's the movement or if because I think that's fine this time around. Before it wasn't. It really wasn't. Like 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 Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter was just a, a slog to get through but i don't know I, I think it might be the the shooting i don't like the gunplay in the division and it just doesn't i don't know yeah I, I, don't, I don't know so i don't know if i'll get back into it plus you know the whole you gotta do all that grinding again man uh i, I i'm getting way too old for that shit now <laughs> but uh so yeah yeah I think I got maybe like a dollar fifty out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you got you got you got nothing out of it because you spent three dollars to play a mission that you probably already played because I'm pretty sure that when the beta was available that you played that. I didn't because the only way you could get the, I thought the only way you can get the beta was to pre-order the game. Was that the game? <laughs> no, that is not true. Yeah, but oh, okay. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, um. Well, I put far more than 30 minutes into the game <laughs> because I actually enjoyed the first one. Five minutes. I put about five hours into it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Probably maybe even more. Honestly, I'm level 10 now. The the levels come kind of slow. Mm-hmm. They really do. Um, but it's I like only the first, 30, right? I think it's 50. No, they bump, oh. it's 40 now. They bumped the cap. It, oh, it was 30. And then it's like um, gear level after you hit 50 right. or 40, whatever. Just like all the other games. 
Um, yeah, I, I like the first game, so I kind of, but I didn't feel like paying for the second one. And I listened to the show last week, and I'm like, this shit's three dollars. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So I spent the three dollars and downloaded. It. It took well with my internet, it only took like thirty minutes, which is awesome. Um, I like it. It's fun. Um, you get to create your character. It's I can understand you not liking the gunplay because it's rooted in quote unquote reality. And like the guns that you get, they're like a submachine gun or an AR 16 or whatever, or, or uh, whatever, like realistic gun. The only thing, only thing is like, they're just increasing power as the levels go up and you can put like skins on them mm-hmm. to make them, to, to make them look different. And then they have, there's a whole bunch of different um, nodes you can fill up by, put like different muzzles on them, putting uh, different uh, triggers and shit like that to improve the gear score. And that's pretty much all you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just like the, 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 the gameplay loop. Like there's, there's, there's never something that you, there's, there's never a time when there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's a lot of fetch quests and just kind of running around the city and just killing, like kill, take everybody out in this section to reclaim it or, pick up this battery to and take it back to wherever you got it. It's just, just the same thing as every other fucking game on the market. But I just like the feel of it. It does feel way better than the first one. Um, the, yeah, um, it does. Tra- the traversal feels better. You could just hold the circle button to, to like, you can be running and just hold the circle button and it'll leap and you'll do, like, you'll parkour over anything. Um, I don't know. I created my prerequisite black woman. So she's going around putting bullets in everybody's face. It's fun. Eh, I don't know. Uh, for three dollars, I've already gotten my three dollars out of it. I don't know if I'm gonna be. I want to actually hit forty mm-hmm. to, to get to that um, gear score because you can you can you can do some pretty decent things with it. I mean, as far and plus you have um, skills like you have the little robots or the, the the drone. Like right now, I'm running a drone and a I don't know what it's called, but something shoots this canister of like corrosive. Uh, material that that melts people's armor, so I can take out the armored bosses a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing; they're not bullet sponges like they were in the first game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like they that's... they have they have they have weak points this time. And if you hit those weak points, you'll knock their armor off. They they don't take twenty minutes to kill. That shit was stupid. Yeah, like they fixed that. They fixed well, that. So it, it's till till you get to the raids, then it's it's. Yeah, it's, I heard the raids are nuts, but still, even still even in the raids i've heard they're they're while they still are it's not even remotely close to what it was in the first game um, well the the raids in division are probably the closest thing to to destiny raids when it comes to mechanics and stuff like that as far yeah. as it's like that that are on the market so like the the raid the one or two raids that they had there's like eight players <laughs> like eight player raids is fucking ridiculous apparently in this dlc uh they're gonna have new raids but it's gonna like four mm-hmm. and there's also some things where you can just go solo they mm-hmm. like they adjust the difficulty. So I'm going to, I want to, I want to get to the end game to see if I'm going to like it enough to maybe possibly down the DLC, download the DLC. Cause again, pays $3 for it. It was very, it was, it was well worth the three bucks. Like oh. I enjoy it. Like we said last week, like the whole reason they did it is to hopefully right. get exactly. a lot more folks to buy the DLC that might not have done. So yeah, I saw a lot of people that were my level when right. I started playing. <laughs> I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, this is a level thing. That was, I, I was, there was no shortage of me being able to jump into another game and helping people out. Or them helping me. So yeah, they, they what they did worked. Yeah, because like I said, when the game first came out, it had a similar like I remember for three weeks like that was yeah all the rage, especially in the wake of you know Anthem's first month. Um, <laughs> people were really anxious to jump into another 
live service game, but uh, it was like, weird. They, they keep that momentum. Right. It was so weird because everyone, like all the reviews were like eights, nines, and then all of a sudden it just went silent. And I think it's because it's possibly the end game. I think they changed the way the end game works. They're going to take it back to more like the first game as far as the end game. And I don't remember exactly what that was, but people seem to like that more than uh, the end game in this one. So I'll see. Uh, Micah, talk about uh, a game we touched on briefly last week, Darksiders Genesis. Uh, yeah, so this is um, like a spinoff prequel um, spinoff in that it does not play like any previous Darksiders. Um, this is where where the first Darksiders was a Zelda clone and the second Darksiders was a Zelda clone with gear. And then the third Darksiders was a Souls clone. This is a, a Diablo-esque kind of game, uh, top-down, isometric. You uh, have two different characters. One specializes in ranged, and the other is um, your close combat, like heavy tank. If you're playing solo, you can switch between both of them. Um, it has, uh, and each one has, they level up kind of independently, like they get skills independently and shared skills. Um it's fun. It, it's it's very fun. It's it it is very much Darksiders, right? So it still has that feel. Um, war is still like overly serious, and you know, and and if I had to equate it to anything, it would be like it would be like uh, Drax and and Star Lord are on a are on are on a mission together, and and war is just you know. Uh, uh, nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it instantly. Like he's that type of guy, and and uh, I think his name is like Strife. Uh, he's like the wisecracking guy, right? Um, it's fun. The only thing I I have a problem with is that um, the I don't think you can zoom in on the characters on the battlefield, so it makes the characters incredibly difficult to see because everything is just kind of zoomed out. Mm. Um, you could play, uh, you could play solo or co-op. If you play solo, you could switch characters on at any point on the fly, uh, which is cool. But, um, it's a, it's a cool little game. Um, is it worth 30 bucks or is it worth or 40 bucks rather? Is it worth catching on a sale? I would probably catch it on a sale, especially, I mean, if you're a Darksiders, like, super fan, uh, yeah, go ahead and pick it up. It's more Darksiders, and it's it's better Darksiders than what you got last time around. But uh, <laughs> looking for, if you're looking for, like, a like another, like, Diablo clone or or more like a Torchlight clone, mm-hmm. um, uh, I would probably, I would, I would probably get it at 30. So who did this one? Because Gunfire Games did three because THQ, you know, they, I don't know if they didn't go out of business, but they just kind of do that that by the wayside. Did THQ do this one or was it? So THQ, it THQ Nordic, I think, is the right. one that. Uh, yeah, uh, THQ Nordic published it and Airship Syndicate are the ones that developed it. And they developed uh, a game that I talked about previously uh, called Battle Chasers Night War. Which yeah, that's is, a RPG, right? Yeah, it's a it's a it's an RPG uh, in a classic like turn based you know style, 
And that's another game that's really fun. That's the only reason I paid 40 bucks for this is mm-hmm. because I really enjoyed Battle Chasers Night War. And um, I enjoyed this. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Cool. Well, a uh, couple new games coming out this week, but a lot actually a lot of old games coming out this week. It's <laughs> actually the new. Uh, so the Vanquish Bayonetta remastered two pack comes to PS4 and Xbox one. Um, if you don't want both games, which I just want Vanquish personally, uh, apparently you can buy them separately digitally from the uh, from the PlayStation Store or the Xbox Marketplace. I think they're twenty bucks each, which seems like a pretty good deal. They're twenty five each, but okay. if you can get both for forty, okay, okay, I feel like that's pretty yeah, good. I'm probably yeah, going to end up getting that up until now. Uh, Hunt Showdown comes to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 and the Kingdom Hearts 2.8 collection uh, finally released on Xbox One like three years later. Why didn't they just call it Kingdom Hearts 6.8? <laughs> Why not? Well, those are actually two different sets, though, Micah. The 1.525 is one set, and then the 2.8 is another set. <laughs> Why they didn't just release them together, I, I don't know. <laughs> Three fucking years. Stands the reason if you really are going to buy these for the Xbox that you're probably going to buy both games. So might as well just bundle them together. But hey, it's fucking square. What are you going to do? Uh, Undernight in birth exe late came comes to PS4 and sorry PS4 and Switch, not Xbox One. Uh, Wait, what? And, and, yeah, it's Wait, like hold on, hold on. It's a no, game. no. I mean Undernight in birth exe. I have that, don't I? Uh, yeah, I thought you did. I thought yeah, I do have. I have. Undernight, like a fighting game? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's releasing on at retail. It's, it That's might just be Switch. No. No, the, the site went to listed PS4 as well. So Is this a new one? What the fuck? It might I mean, be. I, is this I the one that's you know, this year? I have the one that came out from, and like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I can only see this uh, coming out for Switch, and why would you buy that on Switch? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that at all. Um, Let me see the cover. Oh, this is the one I have. Okay. There, there was another, like, it, it was like CL slash R or something that came after the title that I didn't put in there because I didn't know how to fucking pronounce it because Japan. So I heard it's like different edition or. No, nah, I think this is the same one. Okay. Undernight in birth EX late CL dash R is the third update for the Undernight in birth featuring enhancements to gameplay. So it's like, it's like Guilty Gear and Guilty Gear Rev. R two. Wait, it's the same so, game, but like, hey, we add oh. characters or something like that. So or it's like it's up? it's like the super and then the ultra. Yes, the Street Fighter corollary. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm not paying extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, really Devil like May Cry it. three comes to the Nintendo Switch. So if you've been uh, jonesing for one of the better DMC games, the then, best uh, next to five. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, that's what's new. You know what else is new? New No Time to Bleed. That's right. Two months in a row. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. It is. I listened to it today. (laughs) Oh, shit. I I don't get the notification when they drop, so I need to download that right now. I'm going to do that as you're reading the ad copy. So Yeah. Go to uh, densepixels.com slash premium. For five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year, you get access to a premium slate of co- uh, podcasts, including the airing of grievances, which is coming, you know, soon. Uh, the, uh, no time to bleed. <laughs> Just run right past that. 
uh, No Time to Bleed, uh, like we said, uh, a brand new one. We're trying our best to make sure that we get those out monthly. And um, this month's No Time to Bleed was uh, Action Jackson. And uh, if you haven't seen that movie in a, in a while, you know, do or yourself ever. a favor. Or ever. Yeah, do yourself a favor and re-watch it. Because it's not like as it's like it's like silly like commando, but like with titties in it. <laughs> that is like true. It's, like it's wild, yo. Like I think uh, you know, like what do what do uh, Deacon, the guest on that show, and Action Jackson have in common? They both slept with crackheads, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> now, out of curiosity, what 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 was the determination that got this on No Time to Bleed as opposed to Black on Black Cinema? Um, we needed a excuse to do a No Time to Bleed movie, and it's Black History Month. Yeah, oh, Black Bread. Yeah, you get a two for <laughs> you get a two for one. Uh, oh, listen. <laughs> Unfortunately, Micah couldn't make it. Just like I couldn't make it like two weeks ago for Black on Black. I can't wait for this one to come out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, good lord! While you're booty call, people. While you're waiting for uh, the booty call episode of uh, Black on Black Cinema to come out, you can go back and listen to our latest episode of The Men with the Golden Tongues. Mm. It was Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, uh, one of the better, arguably the best Mission Impossible movie. Uh, and you get four episodes of the Look Forward Political Podcast. I mean, things are heating up, you know, in the political arena. You know, you got to It's going to be the battle of the billionaires. But in real life, let me tell you something. I've uh, <laughs> I've been on the past several weeks because and because Andy is like somewhere screaming into a hat in Utah right now. <laughs> and uh, I hate everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. So if you want to if you want to hear me just be mad like like if you enjoy when i get upset at things on this podcast you should definitely pay five dollars a month or fifty dollars for the year go to densepixels.com slash premium subscribe listen to the full episode to look forward because i get mad like every week on that show <laughs> i mean understandably like everything yeah, is just uh, it's totally fair garbage. Yeah. <laughs> go to uh youtube.com slash dense pixels to uh to see our uh our wonderful faces um, you look, you ain't got nothing to do. You're sitting at your computer, right? <laughs> Just go to youtube.com slash dense pixels, uh, and listen to us and watch us. Keep us in your little, in your little window like you do, right? Keep us in one of the tabs. And then when you hear somebody coming, just yeah. switch tabs real quick. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Or do like I do and have a mirror on top of my monitor so that nobody creeps up on me. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Every everywhere at my new job, Terrence, everyone pretty much has a mirror. You can subscribe to all TMP Studios podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, if you you know, poor. Um <laughs> are we on Spotify? I can't remember. We are. I think so, yeah. Spotify. I mean, come on, man. Uh you can subscribe to the Nerpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions, and uh you get the preview episode of Look Forward. So you get the episode that, that cuts off right when Brad is getting ready to unload. And then you gotta you gotta pay five dollars a month, fifty dollars a year to hear him 
just just yell at a bunch of billionaires and billionaires and mm-hmm. and sycophants and 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 um, uh, it's it's clover in time. That's that's that that came from the mouth of Brad. Oh no, clover charge. Clover charge. Clover charge. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Which I don't understand how that avoided the everyone else on Twitter, but damn it, it did. Um, well, it makes me want to put a fucking uh, what is that thing called? Her her voice annoys the hell out of me. I can't <laughs> I can't stand it. Yeah, like she's a got Q tip like, shoved right into my ear. So she's I can... got she has like quintessential white woman voice. Yo, <laughs> just I don't know how it, else to describe it. And it's like shaky. It's weird. Yo. I don't like it at all. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, not often that uh episode of Black on Black Cinema where I've seen a, one, a movie that Micah has not that they're about to review. But yo, you've seen booty. Wait, call? you've seen booty call? And I Micah have because has... they used to play like Saturday afternoon. When I was home doing fucking nothing. <laughs> so yes, I've seen Booty Call. Mike has not. Uh, how have you not seen it? I don't understand that, Mike. But okay. No, no, I haven't seen Booty Call. Yeah. It must have been like I don't know when it came out, but in 1996. Oh well, there you go. I was still a virgin playing <laughs> Pokemon Snap. So. Even more reasons. Uh Speaking of things that are inexplicable. Uh, the Dice Awards were last week, and uh, as they do, they have, you know, awards they up to different games in the industry. And people tend to put some more weight on the Dice Awards sometimes because these are actually given out um, by, like, game developers. So it's kind of like recognition by your peers uh, in the industry. And Untitled Goose Game is the Game of the Year award winner. Now, allow me, just because the developer of the untitled goose game tweeted out this list. I'm just going to go of previous dice game of the year winners. It's back to 1997. So bear with me, but I need you to understand the class of game that untitled goose game now stands alongside. So here we go. 1997 onward, the dice game of the year, Goldeneye, <laughs> Ocarina of time, the Sims, Diablo two, Halo, Battlefield 1942, the original Call of Duty, Half-Life 2, God of War, Gears of War, Call of Duty 4, Little Big Planet, Uncharted 2, Mass Effect 2, Skyrim, Journey, The Last of Us, Dragon Age Inquisition, Fallout 4, Overwatch, Breath of the Wild, God of War, <laughs> and Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> I one of these things is not like the other <laughs> at all. I played every one of those games except for Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> like, yeah, I think I have to. The majority of them, yeah. Um, that's weird. It what is very weird. Not la- yeah. Death Stranding in in way. No, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Like, like, like I said, that 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 again just underlines uh, the the weak ass year in gaming that was the year 2019. I don't think it was weak, though. I think it was just... I think the problem with games now is that they're... Every, the undercurrent is, like, loot boxes and DLC, like, paid DLC, and all this other bullshit that, like, good games just get swept under the radar. I mean, they don't get swept under the radar, but people are talking about more bullshit that happens in the gaming industry than, not, than the actual good games that are out. There were plenty of good games that came out last year. 
Untitled Goose Game, I guess, was really good. <laughs> I haven't played it. I mean, from what I've seen, it just looks foolish. <laughs> but hey, I mean, yeah. look, that's weird. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that one. Like, apparently, Control is really, really good, right? Didn't that's you play that? Yeah, uh, I played it. Control is fun. It is. It, it once you get your powers, right? Uh, is, the game is really opens up because it's just so different. Like you play, no, it's, it's not. It's just not. fuck. No, I'm talking about this winning. Oh, um, is maybe this game is so different that you're just a goose fucking with people, which is like, hilarious. First of all, <laughs> like that's funny, but like it's really? a puzzle game, right? It's a puzzle game. And I was looking at a video of it and like they kind of get the the whole like goose being a dickhead of the animal kingdom thing <laughs> down. <laughs> right. And when I see video of it, it looks it looks fun. But it doesn't look like something I would play. It, like the gimmick of it being a goose would wear on me quickly. Yeah. I don't like absurdist humor. <laughs> so I would probably not play this game, to be honest with you. Um, even even the team at uh, House House, who develops the Untitled Goose game, said, quote, This is such an incredible surreal honor, saying that it was a challenge to even record an acceptance speech on a video because it was impossible to imagine actually winning. Right, like, what, like, like, what do you like, say? Like, like nigga, what? what? <laughs> that would be my reaction, like, okay, thank you. Again, they're, they're the ones that tweeted out the full list with, with, with a caption that just says, this is extremely weird. <laughs> so, like, they're even aware that, like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Right, dice, you got it. So, that's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, good for them. That's good for still, them. That's fucking wild. So, there you go. Um, Micah, some news that you and I might find particularly interesting. Uh, Need for Speed development is moving back to Criterion. Of course, Criterion Studios, best known uh, for the Burnout franchise. Uh, they also did the 2012 Need for Speed Most <laughs> Wanted. That was pretty critically acclaimed. Uh, but since then, they've been working on some other stuff. I think, didn't they do... No, they didn't do the crew because that's published by Ubisoft. But I know they were working on. Remember, they they announced that like multiple vehicle racing game that nothing ever fucking happened with. Yeah, um, that would have been the crew too, right? No, no, no. Like I said, this was this was completely separate from the crew because Criterion is an EA studio, um, and the crew is definitely published by Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently they are going to be getting back development for Need for Speed. Uh, of course, Ghost Games, who's been handling Need for Speed for the last four iterations, a uh, little underwhelming. I had to say. I liked Rivals, um, but then you know Need for Speed, Need for Speed Payback, which was pilloried, and then uh, Heat got decent reviews, but I, I don't played it. Um, uh, but he yeah, so not, like I said, Criterion's come. Heat is not worth it. No, okay, well there you go. <laughs> you heard like uh, Black. The game yeah. Black. They, 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 they did that game, right? They did, yeah. The game was fun. It is. Holds up actually really well. Uh, Ray Ray yeah. Sevick, who's a YouTuber that I follow, who does these really long... Um, I, I know, yeah, I watched Yeah, it. like DocUSAs did, did something on Black at once upon a time that was really good. Talked about how well like the sound design was in that game and like how it was way better than it had any right to be, essentially. Yeah. So, But yeah, Mike, are you excited about Criterion getting the, the wheel back in their hands to, to throw a pun out there? Only if uh, another Burnout Paradise is coming out. <laughs> I don't think like, that's... That's it, man. That's it. I think I'm done for, with, with Need for Speed. Um, 
for a while. So, mm. moving on, PS5, um, Bloomberg reported, not the presidential candidate, but the financial publication that he owns, uh, that the PS5 currently costs Sony around $450 to manufacture. Now, speculation, Sony has been willing to eat cost on, on games consoles before. One imagines that they would release the system probably at $500 if that's the case. However, they are worried uh, that part scarcity might uh, might lead to some issues with production, so they're not really sure what to do uh, as far as the price of the console, which is, which is why they have not announced it or even decided internally what it's going to be yet, which is a little surprising, considering that the system's coming out later this year. That's interesting to me, because price... Uh like part scarcity is always seems to be a thing as far as PCs. Can someone explain that to me? Why the hell it's so difficult? Like why not difficult, but why are parts scarce to get when it comes to like the putting PCs and shit together? Because and, there's so like, obviously like Sony's not manufacturing right. Processors, graphics cards, things like that. <clears throat> and so yeah. like you have to rely on other manufacturers to manufacture that stuff. But the problem is, is that those manufacturers are selling that stuff to not just Sony, not just Microsoft, but ever anyone that makes PCs to Apple to like, like there's a lot of other companies. And unfortunately, believe it or not, when it comes to who gets priority, when you're talking about between Apple and Sony, yeah. Apple's winning that battle. <laughs> so like, if Sony has to get bumped to the back of the line or yeah. first back in the line, I should say, um, that's going to be, have to be the way it goes. So then, and that's the problem when you don't, when you're not manufacturing everything, internally is that you're then subject to the supply and demand constraints of these other companies. So yeah. Apple is giving uh, five cents to those Chinese kids <laughs> processors <laughs> where Sony is only giving three cents. So Apple would get the priority. In that <laughs> That's a shame. But, um, and then the other problem is too, is when you're, when you're doing a console launch, like this is going to be the, biggest swell of manufacturing for the PS5 that there's ever going to be. So like, you know, getting all those parts in that shot can be tricky. And then that's being compounded by all the issues going on in China right now with the Corona and and factory shut down and extended Chinese new year and things of that nature as well. So that's why they're afraid. Um, Now that now the scuttlebutt is that there's many within Sony that, feels that whatever Microsoft releases the Xbox Series X at, uh, they need to match it, even if that means taking a price uh, loss or a cost loss on the system, which they famously did with PlayStation 3. Um, yeah. For those that don't remember, even though PS3 released at $599, it uh, cost Sony that. $100 to manufacture. So they were literally eating $200 on every single console that they sold. Of course, it was worth it for them to do that because that helped – uh, cement Blu-ray as the HD format uh, that would reign supreme, which Sony got a cut of every single Blu-ray that was sold. People used to buy movies on disc back in the day, kids. I know it's hard to believe, uh, but I don't. You don't have that same that same uh, impetus here uh, to do that. So, mm-hmm. gonna be interesting to see what happens. Uh, it's gonna. I mean, factories need to kind of back up <laughs> in the first place. Apple's already yeah. talking about they're gonna be eating shit this quarter. Because of the uh, of the outbreak over there right now, so not a great time for <laughs> for, for all that. Yeah, that's why I don't see it being less than five hundred. I don't. Less or more? I don't. I don't think I don't see it being a le- I don't see either system being less than five hundred. 
You paying people? You paying more than five hundred? Not on launch. <laughs> <laughs> like I never get a system on launch. Hell no. Um, I'll get it. When is it coming out? When it's supposed uh, to be coming out? <laughs> I mean, they they said fall, so that, that okay. typically has been October, November in the past. I'll probably get it like sometime next year. I mean, it's pretty much my cutoff point. Like, like yeah. if, if it's going to cost more than five, they're going to have to give me a really good reason to go out and buy it on launch day. Because what is that? Five hundred here is five thirty with tax. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So nah. <laughs> <laughs> I would get I would get one of them at over five hundred. I wouldn't get both. Which well, one? That, that's I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even entertaining the Xbox. <laughs> I'll get the Xbox and I'll probably get it at launch. Why? But it's gotta be it's gotta be un- no no <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't pay over five hundred dollars for that thing. Uh, I can tell you it's not going to cost $500. The new Coral Pink Nintendo Switch Lite that is releasing uh, in April. Apparently, this comes out April 3rd. It's going to be a new standard colorway in the Nintendo Switch Lite lineup. That only took six months. Uh, it's going to cost $199 when it releases. Uh, it'll be out in Japan on March 20th to coincide with the new Animal Crossing. Um, but yeah, it's going to come out over here on April 3rd. I'm going to be buying this. My wife wants a Switch Lite. She wasn't particularly enamored with any of the colors, but then I saw this story pop up in my newsfeed today. <laughs> sent it to her. She's like, well, that's the one I want. And I'm like, well, all right. I guess we're waiting until April 3rd. What uh, is coral her favorite color? No, but it's, she, she likes it better than any of the other options that on on offer. See, this is the only thing about getting like colored systems. Mm-hmm. Um is that what if there's a color that comes out that I really like after I get it? <laughs> like, am I gonna yeah, buy I, another yeah. one? Because I'll, I'll be mad. It's normal people, <laughs> you absolutely would for sure. I would be really, really mad if I if I got. That's why it took me a while to get the switch because I didn't want those, you know, mismatched red and blue controllers on the on the black face of the system like no it's all got to be one color it's all got to be one color personally i think she just wants this to ensure that i will never steal the switch light from her because i'm <laughs> you, that thing is way more comfortable to hold than the regular switches in handheld mode hmm. but it's a little too pink like i said i'm i'm, I'm pretty <laughs> my masculinity i will wear a, a pink polo shirt every now and then i'm cool with that but i don't know it's a little too pink to me around <laughs> Like, yeah, so I would I would go out for a nice strong gray if it were me personally. So yeah, you gotta save pink for like accents. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tie, pocket square. Can't you can't run around looking like only Brett the Hitman Heart can walk <laughs> around wearing a bunch of pink, and even then, that like, was like he, a dark pink too. That wasn't even right. Like, right, like that a was funny about Brett the Hitman Heart. Like he was for the children. Like he was like the good guy. Like almost like the second coming of um Hulk Hogan. But his name was Brett the Hitman Hart. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking hitman. Didn't uh his logo have like a bullseye on it or something? Yeah. <laughs> but like a heart or some shit around it. Uh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Like I'm gonna shoot you in the heart with a sniper's <laughs> rifle. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was watching wrestling with shadows the other day. And I'm like, yo, your name was Brett the Hitman Hart. It's fucking weird. 
I never really like, thought about that, but you're right. right. That's, you're right. I, that's I just popped into my head. I'm like, yeah, that's very fucking weird, but okay. You're like, if it was yeah. like Hulk the murderer Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> or even better, Hulk the bigot racist Hogan. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, damn it. Um, if you, uh, uh, if your wife is like Brad's wife and wants a new <laughs> Nintendo Switch Lite and Coral, uh, who was my favorite, uh, real worlder of that season, um, uh, you can go. Obscure uh, reference. Yeah. <laughs> I got it instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I did not watch the real world. So that was, that was New York. <clears throat> yep. And that was the only reason I watched it. You are uh, correct, sir. Mm, goodness gracious. Um, you can go to doing the Amazon read. We're going to see what's up with this. So you can go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon and make your Amazon purchases that way, not only will you be helping us uh, because we get a little bit of a kickback on all the purchases you buy, but you will be helping uh, uh, are one of our new uh, world order elites in Jeff Bezos. You will be funding the 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 environmental uh, uh, donation that he is making on all of our behalfs. Oh, good. See, mm-hmm. he's trying to buy goodwill with us. Yeah, and also buy a much lower uh, tax level. Exactly. Pay taxes in the first place. God damn. Right. He wants to get get money back. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's why he's doing it. Don't be fooled, sheeple. Uh, But uh, in order to help us, you gotta you gotta help a bad guy. But we will do our part in in talking bullshit about him when you go help him. By going to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. None of it made sense, but the point is to go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for your Amazon purchases. And you can hear that bullshit by going to densepixels.com slash premium and paying $5 a month. We save all our, our Bezos bashing for the second hour. So uh, one of the big news that dropped last week, so we had heard, um, and it was a kind of a blip on the radar, that uh, People Can Fly, who were the developers of Bulletstorm, were making a new uh, looter shooter that's being published by Square Enix. Well, they've revealed that game last week. They flew out a bunch of press and influencers to L.A. Uh, where they could get I some hands-on time with the game and do all that crap. Uh, but it is called Outriders. And it is a very uh, third-person, cover-based, Destiny-esque. It is Gears of Destiny. Yes, that is, <laughs> that is a great way to put it. Yeah. Um, you, there's three different classes that they've revealed. There's a fourth class that has not been revealed yet that you can play as. Uh, the characters have different powers that you can draw from. Apparently, they play very differently. But again, these are preview events, so take all of this with... Not a grain of salt per se, but just remember you're getting a 1% look <laughs> at the game in many ways. Um, lots of different ways to personalize your character, to customize them. Um, the weapons that everyone is using were pretty basic. I'm assuming you get some cooler stuff 
uh, later on in the game. The stuff that I saw uh, from influencers and press both. So it's important to realize influencers were paid to go out there. So you can take a little bit. Uh, I mean, you, you have to know that information and kind of balance that um, when you're listening to them talk. Uh, and then press was not paid to go out there. So press are probably giving a little bit more even keel impression, but it's still a preview event. You're still getting a very vertical slice of the gameplay. Um, but so far things seem like they're going well. This is supposed to come out this fall. Um, I am tentatively excited, but I have been burned before on these types of games. So I'm trying to keep my excitement tempered this time, but I will at least check this game out when it comes out. I'm pretty sure. Um, anybody play Gears of War Judgment? I have not. Have you te- played that, Terrence? I didn't play that one, no. Um, it's not the best. <laughs> probably why they didn't do another one. Um, oh, that was People Can Fly. Yeah, okay. Right. But um, uh, So that's where the cover shooting mechanics come from, right? Um, it looks interesting. Um, I, I really wish that, like, so this takes place in a sci-fi world, and that's cool and all, but, like, I kind of, one of the things that made Destiny kind of, kind of hooked its claws into me was the fact that it doesn't, it, Destiny has this weird thing where it looks like every other generic sci-fi thing, but it really doesn't, especially now that I see all these other sci-fi things, like every, like everyone else is going for hyper realism in their sci-fi and Destiny is like. You know, you got these people in gigantic suits of armor flossing like with (laughs) with hand cannons that, you know, that somebody that some, you know, art student just kind of scared. Like, what if this gun shot bullets that blew up into the sun? Right. Like like it's colorful and it's fun and it doesn't take itself so seriously. Whereas I look at this and this it just kind of looks dark and generic and uh, I, I don't know the aesthetics the aesthetics don't really do anything for me like I'm looking at this customization video and and everything looks like they're all wearing like dark colored jackets and shit right I I don't know part of you know part of a game like this that's gonna hook me is all the aesthetics and the aesthetics just look kind of generic to me they look fine they just look kind of generic the uh, the powers, the classes, um, they sh- like you said, they showed three of them, which coincidentally kind of mimic the three of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great actually, in a lot of ways. So I'm I'm wondering if the last one you'll you'll have some sort of stretchy powers. I don't know. <laughs> um, it looks it looks interesting, and like you, Brad, I'm kind of tentative mm-hmm. with it. Um. And yeah, I, you know, I can't trust, uh, I can't trust this early stuff, man. Like, like I really want to see something that's, um, like I really want to see something that's that like non pro like I'm looking at this first video in this story. Like, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm assuming he's an influencer. Mm-hmm. And, um, even he doesn't seem like terribly excited, <laughs> you know, like, he just he just seems like now nah, he's a black dude and black people like especially black dudes they like to like play it cool and shit 
because they don't like to they don't like to geek out for fear that it makes them look like geeks. But at the same I mean, time, if you're an influencer on YouTube, or whatever right? Fuck like, you like, like, you know, like, I feel you know. like that's your brand, right? Well, it's it's funny you mention that because I, I I watched a couple videos, and I think people are, especially influencers, are gun shy like wanting to fully get behind this game because everyone was really excited about Anthem and we all saw how that ended up. So I think people are afraid to kind of put themselves out there again for this style of game. Yeah. But um, I don't know. What do you think, Terry? It reminds me. I don't know. It reminds like I was singing the praises of the game remnant from the ashes. Mm. It's not exactly the same but it's three characters they have well they you you get these mo- these uh mods that give you special powers on your guns but that's it's that's the kind of feel that i'm getting from it but it has a lot more going on in it like remnant there were a lot of empty spaces um this looks this just looks like a it's like it's going to be a triple a game um i wasn't impressed by what i saw because i wasn't exactly sure what the hell i was looking at because <laughs> i just kind of caught a video on on youtube the other day and I didn't know this was supposed to be like a, a big thing. I just kind of caught it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd give it a try. I'd definitely play the, like the demo. Like I'm, I'm interested, but I, I don't know just yet. Because like I do like looter shooters. The, the biggest issue I have with them is like paid shit. Because I like aesthetics. Like I like being able to like hook my character up with different looking things. And I hate having to pay for those things. That pisses me off. And that's the whole thing, right? Like, there's no loot boxes in the game for what? I games. don't. And not now. <laughs> right? <laughs> not, not yet. Um, we'll see. But if that's the case, and like everything is, you could just earn it by just playing the game. Mm. We'll see. Uh, like I said, I'm. Just, I definitely want to play it, but uh, uh, I don't know yet. My my biggest concern. Um, it's gonna could be like if it's supposed to come out in the fall. Mm. It's gonna be out in such a crowded field. <clears throat> Destiny still exists. Division's trying to, you know, come back into the spotlight a little bit. We figure Anthem probably around Anthem. that time. Is no, 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 <laughs> no. Back out Anthem ain't coming out until next year. Okay, there no. no. <laughs> Avengers <laughs> is supposed to come out in September. It's supposed to be this style of game as well. So they've said. I'm just what? just because we're not interested in it doesn't mean that. Oh no, I'm pretty it. sure people are hyped for this game. Like, I mean, it looks like something that people are going to be super hyped for. I'm, uh, I'm talking about Avengers. It, Mike made a face. Oh, when I, when oh, I here, so. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I thought um, Captain stuff. Marvel. Who was the who was the new character? Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, she's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? The um, uh, Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Yeah. Oh, that's Miss Marvel, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. My, my apologies. Carrie would be very upset if she was here. So. <laughs> yeah. Miss yeah, Marvel. She's in it. I was like, oh, cool. They had another character, and like yeah. she's prominent in it. She's like, no, she's a character that should be able to play. Like, yeah. <laughs> but we've known that for a while. I. Like, who else? I've not followed anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, have it. I am. Uh, I am also encouraged with Outriders that they're they're kind of leading with the lore. And and the and the world, like first, like out, like as part of this initial push, that that's a good sign, I think, when you have that much of a base behind that. Um, so we'll see. Like I said, there's a lot to be seen still with this, but I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be good this time. I'm gonna temper expectations. We're not gonna, we're not gonna get too excited, even if the previews look good. 
Because again, previews are previews. Release is something else. Yeah. What I will say is if it has Bulletstorm dialogue, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Apparently, it kind of does. Like that's oh, just kind of. Save up. How old are these niggas? Twelve? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't. I, well, no, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean Bulletstorm dialogue from the from the content of the dialogue. I'm more talking about the caliber of the of the oh. voiceover. I mean, the voiceover in, in Bulletstorm was fine. Was it, it okay? Was People dialogue it's kind of like B like B level VO. No, the, like the, the delivery was fine. It was just with the the the, the, the dialogue they were delivering was just okay. A 12-year-old wrote it. it um, I'm going to read a statement from one uh, Gioperson Keeley uh, about E3 2020. Uh, quote, for the past 25 years, I have attended every electronic entertainment expo covering, hosting, and sharing E3. Has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining part of my career. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. I have made the difficult decision to decline to produce the E3 Coliseum. For the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and at other events in the future. Now, you can all laugh at Jeff Keighley. We, all, we, have, we have a lot of fun at Jeff Keighley's expense on this show. Um yeah. Takes himself a little too seriously sometimes, and uh, he's a funny guy. But uh, Jeff Keighley not being at E3 is legitimately a big deal. The reason that he made this statement is because the list of attendees um, leaked out, and people quickly caught on the fact that Jeff Keighley, who not only produced the E3 Coliseum, um, but he also kind of spearheaded uh, GameSpot's production, or not GameSpot, but um, uh, YouTube Gaming. Uh, YouTube Live, whatever the fuck they call it. But that was kind of like the main official E3 um, like coverage stream for the first couple days when the press conferences were happening and he would get like interviews with with the different developers and stuff like that. So him not being there is a legitimately big deal. It's 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 I'm not going to I'm not going to go as far to say it's as big a deal as Sony not showing up the year during a console launch, but it's still pretty fucking important that Jeff Keighley is not going to be there. So the the reason I put it as a main topic. Um, is this one of the last nails in the coffin for E3's relevance when the guy that was the unofficial host of E3 for all intents and purposes uh, is not going to be there for the first time ever this year? Well, when I first read that, because I saw it last week, he was like, he's been at E3 for the last 25 years. I'm like, how the fuck old is this nigga? <laughs> so, so I, no, so, he, he, no. he started covering stuff when he was in like high right, school. He was like 15. <laughs> <laughs> he started covering it. It was 25. He's 40. Yeah. I was like, wow, god damn, he's been doing this for that long. Um, and then I'm like, I haven't really watched E3 in like the last two years. Oh, well, the, la- the two years, two years ago, I, we did watch it, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore uh, because they just they sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> I mean, look at fucking um, Anthem. <laughs> like, it came out, like, they show you a bunch of bullshit, and then when the game releases, it's not what it is. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I, it doesn't interest me anymore, but that's just me, because I'm getting old. Um, and there's so many other 
thing, uh, any uh, other avenues that people have, like GDC, they have like the Game Awards that he like uh, produced that people watch now. Uh, I don't think E3 is that important anymore. And plus, you have to. It's like you gotta be there. I mean, they have coverage, but like it's one of those things where you gotta you gotta be there to see like the 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 top secret shit. And it's like, come on, y'all. I want to fly to L.A. Just show it to me. I have YouTube. <laughs> I have Twitter. When you I get there, have, you gotta you gotta stand in line for hours. And just, yeah, I did that one. I'm like, yo, this is not fun. <laughs> like being at E3 is not fun. It isn't. There's so many games to play, but like it's lines. It's like fucking um. What did you go to? But uh, yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, it's the same like fucking thing. Like, nah, no, no. I mean, people got to go there because they got to cover everything. And if you have press access, you get it. But like, there's more to press. There's more to games than just the press. Like, the games have to be in the people's hands too. So, I don't know. I don't know. And there's nothing but fucking trailers that you see on, on when you're watching it. But just just that goes for everything else. Uh, I I don't think there's a need for it anymore. Honestly. Um, Nintendo hasn't been E3 for a good long while. They've been doing directs, and the directs are very successful. They, right, they really they sh- are. They show you exactly what they're gonna, build, what the games are, when they're coming out, and it's twenty minutes. <laughs> right, and and they have one hundred percent control of their message. Um, I don't think Sony Sony wasn't there last year, was it? They weren't, but we all assumed they were gonna be back with the PS5, and then they were like. Like, nah, we good. Nah, we good. <laughs> like, we, we see we see what our we see what our cousins over 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 on the other side of the island are doing. And um and uh we're gonna do that. And Microsoft like, is the only one, right? Yeah. They're gonna be there. They they, they want to be at the masthead of the sinking ship as they stand <laughs> stand atop it as it's <laughs> apparently. Weird. <sighs> Like Leo DiCaprio, I'm the king of the world. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, this door is very comfortable. Oh, bitch, you ain't gonna give me no room. Okay, right, move over. <laughs> yo. I'd have jumped right on her back. Yo. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to die, yo. I really, I really don't want to die. Um, but yeah, again, uh, one, I like it a little better, right? Like you talk about what, uh, what, um. Out the uh, people can fly we're doing about, you know, having their message and having, you know, influence come in to craft their message and, and put it out that way and how you have to be a little leery about it. But at the same time, like if if I see I want to see a, a, a polished, you know, uh, presentation and, you know, doing it live, there's always a risk of something going wrong or something not translating well or the crowd not reacting the way you want them to react like that is the death nail for yeah. a live event if like watching a wrestling match if the right crowd, it could be a really good match but if the crowd ain't into you like oh god damn you know? right if they, <laughs> if, if they can't even find it in their heart to boo you like <laughs> this is this is terrible right and then you don't have to put up with you know some celebrity who was paid to be there and just yeah. awkwardly <laughs> try to appeal to you know the kids hello fellow gamers like it, you know it just and now Jeff Keeley like you said Brad we have a lot of fun at Jeff's expense but Jeff really likes this stuff and he and he knows what he's doing 
he's just like kind of weird about it. But he's he's a super fanboy, right? And he loves video games and he loves doing this stuff. And he'll and he's not afraid of anybody. Like he'll 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 ask you, so so uh when we get a release date, when's the game coming out? Like, uh fall. Yeah, but when in fall? Uh late fall. Yeah, but when in late fall? <laughs> like he will he will he will push, man. He will push. And that and that I'll always respect him for. Even he isn't doing this anymore. <sighs> Yo. <laughs> there's a lot of like like in reading that statement and reading it out loud, um there's a lot of subtext in that statement. Yeah, um, I feel like that he's a little and again, this is me just reading into his words. I feel like that he's a little bit upset about maybe how the ESA is going about their business right now, how they're running things, uh, the the data leak that, that happened on their watch right. last year. Um, yeah, like I said, it's, it, there, the, there's just this undercurrent of 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 spite that I, that I'm reading in this statement just a little bit just and, and, and again it might be me reading into it a little too much because he tried to make that statement as as neutral as possible but I don't know there's something there underneath yeah. it. um and to your point Micah like like when the outriders content popped up I mean that that shit was out of nowhere like I was scrolling YouTube yeah it's the through same, my subscriptions uh, and there's the like same fucking thing all of a sudden like a full line of videos, outriders, outriders. Cause of course the embargo was for the same time. So everyone scheduled their video to drop simultaneously, but like five different people that I subscribed to on YouTube had an outriders video up. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, obviously I have to check it out. And I watched a shitload of outriders videos that day. So like you guys say, controlling the message we've talked before, especially if you're a big company, like a Sony or Microsoft, you're putting on a press conference. It's expensive. To go to E3, it's expensive to have a big giant booth inside of this convention center. That money can be better spent delivering your own message. And obviously, as we see, it gets it gets further nowadays. I don't I don't know if we need the you know the singular events where your message is getting lost in the noise as much. It's just surprising to see it happen. Like when Nintendo left, we were all like, oh, that's surprising, but it's Nintendo. They kind of always do their own thing. It's it's weird. And then when Sony decided not to, they were like, ah, but they don't have anything to talk about. Like, you know, they'll they'll be back next year once they have a PS <laughs> after announced. I was legitimately surprised when they um you know, said they weren't coming. And that was kind of the first clue to me that maybe E three really isn't going to be <laughs> E three anymore. I don't know that it is, honestly, this yeah. year. It's gonna be interesting to watch it from afar. So but yeah, like I said, Jeff Geely's skipping it. Um be really curious to see what E3 2021 looks like. And, and it's curious to see what he's going to do, too. Don't be surprised if we see, like, KeelyCon. <laughs> that he puts on. Uh, <laughs> no, it would be KojimaCon. Uh, <laughs> but totally fair point. Exclusive announcement, Death Stranding 2. And no. Uh, I'd be goddamn. <laughs> Konjima. I would have had that game. <laughs> I would have had that game doing. Like, have they completely, like, populated the United States yet <laughs> with like roads and shit. Cause that was a whole point, right? Where people just stop playing it. You'll, you'll, you'll walk into the game for the first time forever. And like, there's like a, there's like a full, like interstate system set up. Like, <laughs> like, well, this is fucking easy. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> shit. 
So uh, we turn to the Dense Pixels post office. Uh, we ask you guys for your questions. A couple questions this week. Uh, we're going to start with Henry. Now, we've talked about this before, but I, I'm going to make a, ploy, a plea to Henry. So Henry ha- has talked on the show before. He finally uh, has worked it out so that he can get a PS4. Of course, right at the end of the generation, but he's there, and, and we're very happy <laughs> for him. Um, he said, what games from launch to present are much plays? Now, look, we've talked about this before. From launch to present? Right. Like, like you yeah, know what? You just, <laughs> just stick in the Sony exclusive catalog and have a hell of a lot of good games. Just go to Metacritic and look yeah, at the they're best. They're all $20 a piece, though. Right. Those are the best. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what Henry should not do, though. Henry definitely should not put that Doug Flutie fucking fake-ass college <laughs> football game that he posted in the fan group. Into his system. I didn't know what that was. I've yeah, well, never it, seen it. <laughs> I literally was like, what the fuck? I thought it was fake. Right. Like, I thought he was being no, funny. The real game. So so before, before I left GameStop, somehow, this game made it onto, like, the GameStop TV, like, monthly reel as a game that they talked about. <laughs> That had to be the entirety of Doug Flutie's Maximum Football 2019's advertising budget. By the way, the game came out in 2020. It's called Doug Flutie's Maximum Football 2019. This game is such shit, they couldn't even get the year right on the fucking game. But Henry, don't get a PS4 and then buy a PS2 game to play in your PS4 <laughs> to a new console. Like, you don't have to get Madden 20. You can get Madden 19 for like $15 right now. That's good enough if you want to play a football game. But don't play Doug Flutie's Maximum maximum Football 2019. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Both of you were around when this game came out. When I, As soon as I saw this game, I immediately thought of another game that came out probably about 11 years ago. And I only know about this game because it came out the first year that I was at GameStop. And it was this game called B, Doug Williams' BCFX <laughs> Football <laughs> Experience. I yeah, look, I remember yo, that. <laughs> yo, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on, okay. okay. I'm taking my camera down. I'm taking my camera down, and you see what I'm about to do? This is exactly <laughs> what I typed. <laughs> <laughs> so, BCFX was yeah. a was a college football game, but it but it only has like it only had like eight <laughs> CUs in it, and the the hook of the game wasn't even the football. It was the fact that there was a halftime mini game. That was like fake ass rock band where you where you played as the marching band for the high school. And if you did a good job, your team would get a boost coming out of halftime. You get like a momentum boost in your team's favor. So they play better uh, come out of halftime. There was one guy at the store in the gallery that me and Michael worked at that was like super excited for this game. He pre-ordered it. He could not fucking wait for BCFX. I didn't have the heart to tell him that the game was going to be fucking awful because he was really excited. He bought that game when it came out. Two days later, that dude was back in the store and traded that thing in, and he said, this fucking terrible. <laughs> is this is this high school football? This is a combination of some college football and Canadian football. So yeah, I think oh. some college it's- teams and the CFL in it. The the huh. name of the game is Doug Williams Black College Football oh, Experience. Yeah. I'm talking about the Doug Flutie game. Oh, the Doug Flutie yeah, game. The, the Doug oh. Williams game is all. Is no, all I remember the Doug Williams game. I remember that. I remember that vividly. <laughs> I remember the cover. Oh yeah, yeah um, buddy. Yeah. Doug would stay there like hold a football out. <laughs> 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 it's fucking wild. It's weird. 
Uh, but yeah, don't play that game, Henry. It's it's it is not going to be good. I can promise you. I haven't even I haven't even played that game. I've seen nothing but like a minute long trailer, and I can assure you that that game is fucking awful. I'm looking at gameplay right now. That's why I asked you if it was a, if it was a high school football because that's what it looks like. The field is in the middle of a high school campus. On this, okay, it's got Wilson in it. I mean, and and NCAA football. This is not. No, no. So yeah, Henry, don't 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 play don't play the Doug Flutie football game. Go get Madden 19. How much is this? Is it like twenty bucks? Oh, it has to be. And even then, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> yeah, this does not look good. So Aaron uh, tells a tale about there's a character that joins your squad in the last mission, Jedi Fallen Order. We're not going to spoil it here though. Don't worry about that. But uh, got him a little hot and bothered. Got him a little excited to see this character join the team if you know what I mean. So his question is favorite or most recent video game crushes in honor of Valentine's Day? Um, <clears throat> trying to think because like <laughs> I don't really have... yeah I usually don't get um, steamed up for video I don't, game characters. I, I really don't but it was a game that I recently played, and I was like, this character model is really, it's really pretty. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? It was, what's her name from uh, Yakuza Zero? The blind chick. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, I'm, uh-huh. I'm playing this game, but like, this is weird, yeah. Uh-huh, and, and what was that adjective you used before, uh, before uh, chick? How did you describe her? It was <laughs> She was blind. Ah, okay. So I'm not so crazy after all, am I? <laughs> if you want to know what I'm that talking wasn't the about, re- yeah, you gotta get a you gotta premium. you gotta get premium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time she showed up, I was like, it, and it wasn't because she was blind, nigga. Like, relax. <laughs> but it was just, I'm like, huh, strange. Oh, what the hell was her name? Uh look, god damn it, you ain't gonna uh, get me to say something racist. <laughs> um, there are two that I can think of. Uh, when I was younger, uh, I was of a certain age and and predisposed to this sort of thing. Uh, the chick from Parasite Eve I found quite attractive back in the day, whose name was Eve, of course. Um, she was she was quite fine. And then uh, Miranda Lawson was also uh, yeah, good lord, <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, the 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 female lead character from Mass Effect Two. Uh, with oh, literally, right, right, literally right. a painted on uh, bodysuit. Body yeah, yeah. Okay. good. Yeah, that that was a. Summer. Um, the <laughs> only the only one I can think of off the top of my head. It's incredibly cliche, but uh, it's Chun Li because Chun Li, uh, much like Vanity, apparently, she she got some she got some cakes. She got some yams. <laughs> she got some yams. <laughs> uh, so, and when she threw her fireball. When she threw her key coking, like in the old games, uh, you know, like before before uh, the women's lib hit Street Fighter and she just kind of palmed it. She would she would be like, nope, I'm going to throw this fireball the sexiest way I can. I'm going to go down from my crotch. I'm going to lift it up and I'm going <laughs> to throw it at you with my ass out like, oh, oh, oh OK. Uh, Makoto is who? Makimura. 
Makoto. Ah, okay. From Yakuza Zero. There's only one Makoto I know, and yeah, as I yeah, said, yeah, it's the one, one from Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has some big ass feet. Right. <laughs> uh, we will end it with Trey's question, who asks: Is backwards compatibility a legitimate selling point? Um, my answer to that question is yes, but uh, yes, but only for I would say the initial year or two of launch until a solid game library is built up for the new system. But I think that. With these new consoles, um, you have to have backwards compatibility if you expect them people to buy them on day one because the launch lineup for every game console is usually not anything to write home about in most right. cases, unless you're Nintendo. Do you think uh, backwards compatibility will translate to um, uh, digital purchases? Yes. This like if you've, yeah, if you've purchased uh, uh, a game digitally... Like, say, for whatever reason, I want to play Spider-Man again. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be able to play that on PS5. 100%, yes. Okay, because yeah, I don't want to have to run out and buy discs, because that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but how would backwards compatibility, compatibility work for the uh, Xbox Series X? Well, again, my... my from Microsoft One, I mean, from the Xbox One to Xbox Series X, because ain't nothing to fucking play. Right. Well, I mean, fair point to you on that. But but again, my working theory on both consoles is that you're not going to have, at, at least at launch, you're not going to have yeah. PS5 and Series X games. You're just going to have PlayStation and Xbox games. And if you have right. your console, there'll be like an additional content download that you or a patch that you can download to get the extra features or the enhanced features, I guess, um, that right, come like, like the One X did for. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. That, that, that's what I think it's going to be, at least at first, at least first. I think I think eventually we'll get games that you have to have the new console to play, but I don't think you're going to see that for at least uh, a year and a half to two years before that happens. So, yeah, backwards compatibility kind of necessary, <laughs> I think, for these new systems, especially in this yeah. day. Yeah. So, but yes, that's it. Thank you guys for submitting your post office questions. Again, you can do that by joining our fan group on Facebook at densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, make sure you follow the show on social media. As Mike has said earlier, make sure you subscribe on whatever app you use for your podcast. Go to youtube.com slash densepixels. Subscribe there as well. Uh, you can follow Terrence on Twitch at Apparition410. You can follow Carrie at Suffet's Carrie. Uh, And that's it. So thank you guys very much for listening and watching this week. And we will see you all the next time. See you. Take it easy.